Hello, thank you for tuning in to another episode of All That's Matter. Meaning and purpose of this episode is to embrace being unapologetically unique in how everybody's life is purposeful if they find their purpose. The goal is to always find people who are embracing being who they are created to be and being unapologetic about it. And we sit and talk about how they are using that to embrace others to be themselves. Today's episode was featured with the ladies of Soul Healing Podcast. Kobe, Jess, and Tiff are the members who make up Soul Healing Pod- Podcast and they're native Houstonians who have been lifelong friends and now co-laborers of their podcast. Our episode was featured and centered around the idea of being original and authentic in the ever-so-thriving industry. I'm praying and ask that you guys enjoy today's episode. Our sponsors are you. Without you, there would be no podcast. I hope that you guys are always gaining new insights from these segments that you'll be able to apply something new in your life. As always, remember to rate and subscribe to the YouTube channel and remember that your input is needed and it really helps. Also, if you know someone who would love to be featured on the show, let me know. You can contact me at my Instagram, Joe's Interlude, or the podcast Instagram, Instagram at All Naps Matter, All Naps M Podcast. Also, follow them on the Instagram page at Soulfuling Podcast. Thank you. What's up, guys? BJ back at it for episode 15. Uh, it's been a while, but thank you guys for your patience. I have another lovely group with me. I have the Soul Feeling Podcast. I have Kobe, Jazz, and Tiffany. Tiffany, I forgot your name. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys can introduce yourselves. Tell us who you are, what you do, where you're from, all those wonderful things. Okay, I'll start off. I'm Tiffany, of course, one third of Soul Feeling Podcast. Uh, I have YouTube, I do photography, and I work for an amazing nonprofit where I do social media for them. It's called Be Busy. If you're in the Houston area, y'all should go there. We do free HIV testing Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, and we also have a lot of community events and stuff for children as well. Awesome. Hello, guys. I'm Jasmine. Um, me, I um, do. I'm one third of soul feeling, and that's what I do. Um, just wanted to help change lives one step at a time as I change my life. Yeah. Um, also, I'm a biology teacher at Sam Houston Math Science and Technology Center. Down the street. Yeah, right down the street. I was like, when I made that exit, I was like, okay, I'm gonna be turning left to go to work, and I'm turning right to come here. Like, have you tried the taco truck? Everybody keeps telling me to try the taco truck, but I have not yet. The best tacos in the city. I'm gonna have to try it. I'm gonna hold your, keep your words. Nah, for real. Is it open today? I mean, for real. right? Open today? <laughs> yeah, they're they're the best. Don Tig is like my taco truck over here. So okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. that's what's up. That's small cool. world. Small, small world. Small world. Yeah. And that's I'll that's keep me. it going. That's y'all. All right. And hi everybody. I'm Kobe. I am the kind of calm, cool one, the mediator <laughs> of the group. Uh, I'm in corporate wellness, and I just love this. This podcast has really 
opened me up to new possibilities. It was something that I did not see myself doing, but uh, just with working with these ladies and being their best friends, like it, it just it's helped me and so improve my life in so many ways. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, <laughs> how did you guys decide? I know me and Kobe were talking a little bit before you came, but how did you guys just say, "Oh, I want to do a podcast, and this is what I want it to be about"? How did all that come along? Oh, this is the easiest question to answer. <laughs> yeah. So we had a well, we still have it. It's a company called Inspire Fire. We go out and teach healthy living to different organizations Ooh. and schools. But we are best friends, and we've been best friends since like junior high. <laughs> so, so all of y'all from the South Side? So yeah, we're all from Pearland. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Pearland. Yes. Yes. I just gotta ask. We play okay. basketball together, so we're all oh, on the basketball team okay, together. Cool. Middle school, AT, yes. high school, varsity. Okay. Um, we been, and, uh, what schools? We went to uh, high school or college? High school. Dawson, Pearland, yeah, Pearland, Dawson. Okay, yeah, I got a cousin. She's from the South Side. I think she went to Thurgood Marshall. I want to say. Mm-hmm. I think Thurgood Marshall. Yeah, and then yeah. I have some cousins. I think we see them in some tournaments. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of schools over there. Once yeah. you get like to Fifty Nine by Toyota Center and all the way out, it's a yeah, lot. there's a lot of schools. It's a lot going on that way. So you just have a million schools. Yeah. It's a big yeah. place. Okay. I mean. <laughs> that's, that's cool, but uh, I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Keep going. But yeah, so we have a com- well, we have a company called Inspire Fire, and when we had we had multiple meetings like weekly. But you know, since we're best friends, those meetings turn into therapy therapy sections. Yeah. Sessions like, okay, so he's doing this. Uh, <laughs> what else should I do? Or I just feel bad, or you know, mm-hmm. things of that nature. So these girls were giving such good advice. I was like, everybody needs to hear this. Like, we need a podcast so yeah. we can. You know, say what we're going through and then help people along the way because, to be honest, not everyone has friends like, I mean, we do. Like, a, we feel like it's a divine connection. So, why not share our real, raw advice to everyone else? And yeah. then birth Soul Filling Podcast. And the reason the name is Soul Filling uh-huh. is because me and Jasmine, a long time ago, went to start a restaurant, <laughs> like a vegan restaurant, but we wanted to be soul filling. Yeah. Right. So we never did the restaurant, but we thought it would be the perfect name for this podcast because Absolutely. every time we try to feel, every time we do fill our souls. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. <laughs> so you still gotta make the soul filling restaurant. Is it soul food or is it like <laughs> healthy based? Because. I might, I might have to check that out. You know what I'm, so, <laughs> I'm always down for good food and soul filling food. Foodies. It's, it's like, good food. Okay. Oh no, we don't have to get together. I'm a, a taco connoisseur. <laughs> I finally convinced my wife, hey, we can get a map in the garage of all the good taco trucks and rate them throughout the city. Hey, that's a, oh, that should be a thing. I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm brainstorming. So, yes. Yeah, it's something. And I'm always down. If you find a good spot, let me know because I will come rate it. Everybody <laughs> can't make tacos. That's true. And they think they can. So That's I figured true. that'd be something helpful. So I agree. what you're saying is I really need to try to talk Oh, man, I'm telling you. Right, since he's you eating all number. the tacos. You got my number. You text me. I'm telling you. You're going to be like, man, these tacos are crap. Really? My students always say, Niz, you need to go to the taco truck. Yes. I'm like, Don 10 never disappoints. Yeah, you know, you should trust them kids. Don 10 never disappoints, for real. It's the... It's you I stumbled upon it. Right <laughs> yeah, for real. I was doing something. I was doing the escapade, something, man. It's like, man, get some tacos. And it had tacos, and I tell everybody now. So 
yeah, yeah. But uh, um, so that's that's just how the the podcast started. Just mm-hmm. um, right, like let's give the world advice while we get advice from our, ourselves. We're trying to figure it out ourselves, and you know we're twenty six years old, twenty seven, yeah. and we're going through this thing called life. And it's just like, hey, let's get these people together and see how they do. See how they like it. Yeah, how they're going through this situation. Maybe this can in turn help someone else get through whatever they're going through. Okay, sure. that's cool. And um, how was it when you got started? Uh, explain the whole process. It was... To now, at least. Well, we started off in at my house on the bed. With the cell phone. My brother's room. We were just... Sitting <laughs> and we talked about our first podcast was self love, and we wanted to start with self love because that's with everything you need that foundation of loving yourself first in order to prosper, in order to love someone else, in order to do what you love. You know, it all starts starts with self love. So we thought that would be the perfect podcast, and from there, it's been a whirlwind of a lot of topics. Yes. <laughs> Like, when we say this is therapy, like, we really be talking it out because, mm-hmm. honestly, this podcast has helped me so much. Like, I don't know where I would be without it at this point. Yeah. Seriously, it's become a part of my life. It, it's that moment where you go through life, like, and to answer your question, you said, how did it start off to now? So, it started off, we was kind of, we was consistent, but we wasn't as consistent as we should have been in the beginning. Like, we would pop an episode out here and there. And then we Tiffany was like, y'all, if we want to grow, we need to figure a way to get this thing out yeah. consistently. So she was like, one every week. And we was like, Ooh, we got to work. We got to do this. <laughs> we got to. But then, you know, we all agreed to it. We came down, like, we talked about, like, yeah, this is what we want to do. We're serious about it. So let's do one episode a week. And, like, no matter what, like, we are religiously out here popping these episodes once a week. No matter what, and we would, of course, we release them yeah. um, every Tuesday. But so since we do them a week, it it has been therapeutic and very very healing because it's like you wait. It's like I look forward to the podcast um, day because it's like when I really get to genuinely pour out my soul and and the girls they give such great advice and I be like. I need to go back and listen to that podcast and take some notes. I know. I feel like I need to check myself like, mm, you didn't say that on the podcast. What you doing in real life? Like, okay. <laughs> and we've had some great guests too. Yes. Had some great advice. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's been life changing. It really yeah. has. And to be honest, I sometimes don't be looking forward to the podcast. Like, because, you know, we all work full-time jobs. They have relationships and family. And I have family, and we do a lot. So, it really is hard to, like, find like time every so. week. Yeah. yeah. And so, but once we do start talking, I'm like, okay, I needed this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, to say it's easy to meet every week, it's not. No, no, it's not. It's not. I was uh, sharing with Kobe. I, uh, I got a baby on the way. Like, oh, wow. in the end of the day, uh, life has changed. I'm staying home dad and sole proprietor. So, like, it's it's hard to bundle out episodes, and then I be trying to bring people on. So, mm-hmm. my schedule, their schedule, and the same thing, I be nervous because I'm not, I'm a talker to my wife, but she's my best friend, so I'm supposed to talk to her a lot. But um, everybody else, I'm just kind of like, nah, I'm going to just chill back and look. <laughs> So I'm always nervous to sit and talk with people, but once the podcast is once the podcast is out and I'm listening to it, I'm like, man, 
I can do this, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, I can relate to that because for me, it's it's been a process, and this is my year of jumping, mm-hmm. even though I'm terrified. And I'm, I think I've done that in every area of my life, and mm-hmm. I'm on the other side. Okay, outcome has been good. In yeah, yeah, I'm on, yeah, I'm on the other side, me. but uh, it's it's been nerve wracking. I'm uh, yeah. I'm, what kind of things? Like, what what's one thing that you took a leap on and? It turned out good. Uh, being a dad. Oh. Being a dad. Uh, my wife can tell you, we, even when we, before we got together, because we were friends since we were little kids, and uh, I was there for all her escapades. She didn't have a lot, but you know, I was there for makeup breakups, and she was there for all my escapades. And my biggest thing was like, I'm never gonna have no kids, no babies, no nothing. What? But God changed the plan, and uh, we found out. And even when my daughter was born, I still was like. Okay, babe, she's crying. Uh, <laughs> what do you do? And she's like, I'm going to go to the store. You watch it. And I'm like, <laughs> like sweating bullets because I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, she had to go back to school to finish because she graduated from Grambling. And mm-hmm. she was like, um, I got to go back because I'm not going to stay home. I want to get my degree so we can tell our kids that life, even though life comes, it doesn't stop when you're trying mm-hmm. to achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, crap. So um, it was one day I was at home, and I couldn't take the baby to my in-laws, usually because they would watch the baby. And it was just, you know, making sure I could hear them overnight. And I said, man, I got to do this. I got to figure out how to hear her because I'm a hard sleeper. I don't, I don't hear her. My wife did. And when I made up in my mind I was going to do it and figure it out, mm-hmm. it, it got easier. And then I, was, I embraced it more because, like, now it's like, I'll keep the baby. You go do whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. But at first, it was the other way around. So, on this end, like, now me and my daughter can hang out all day. And it not dawn on me that it's just me and her. But, mm-hmm. you know, months ago, it's like, uh, wow. everybody's been going five hours. Uh, my business, I took a chance on actually investing in it, mm-hmm. buying tools, uh, promoting, embracing that I am a barber, even though I kind of just don't care how I look sometimes. <laughs> Um, standing like I go to USD, so uh, I would stand in the hallway and be like, "Hey, here's my business card. Check me out." Mm-hmm. When I first started, I was just like, uh, "You know, people come, they come." A word of mouth. I was mm-hmm. never like promoting, but mm-hmm. I said this year I'm either put up or shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm either skydive or to stay on the plane. So yeah. this is where my year skydiving. And I'm seeing the other side. Some stuff have not worked. I've jumped out with no parachute. But I've gotten past the um, saying I'm going to do it and never do it. Because mm-hmm. I'm a procrastinator and I'll drag my feet. But, I, you know, I'm a family man now. I have daughters. So that has put a lot of stuff in perspective. I cannot be a man that says a lot of things but never falls through. That's so I'm the first example for her. Yes. I, I can't tell her about dating hookums or dating guys like me before I met your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell about all my mistakes and all the things I did if I'm not setting the example in the house. You know, now I'm cleaning up. I got to get up and clean up. I hate washing dishes. I hate doing <laughs> laundry. But, you know, I I understand that I have to do my part. And so, right. It's not monkey say monkey. Yeah, yeah. It's monkey do. It's monkey see monkey. 
Yeah, and yep. so that's what it's kind of been this year. It, and it's been life-changing, even down to my faith, just investing more in reading the Word, mm-hmm. actually probing, asking God for some things. Actually, you know, fasting for a purpose, not just saying fasting because past sales first of the year. Right, right, yeah. We're going to consecrate our hearts. <laughs> you do it because you've been in church, but actually sitting and praying and asking about some things and seeing the world in a different view. So it's, it's been exciting. And like I say, I look forward at this point. It's just always encouraging people about purpose because purpose goes further than any type of accessible currency. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, let's dive in. I don't think we'll have to take a break. So I'm excited about that. But um, my first question is uh, originality because that's the thing for this episode, mm-hmm. what do you think originality, what does it mean to you, what does it mean to be authentic, and how do you guys incorporate that just just in an everyday, you know, journey or in, in the podcast? Mm-hmm. So, That's yeah. That's a really good question. It is. Because I think originality comes from being, like, organic and authentic. Yeah. Because um, there's there wasn't no type of... For the podcast, there's been things in my life personally that I tried to like force and it didn't work. With this, it was just so organic that it was just original because we weren't trying to copy what other people were doing. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll get inspiration and stuff like that, but it wasn't something that we wanted to like follow verbatim. And when we did, like I remember one time we tried to do like this for the culture where we talk a little bit about pop culture, but that wasn't us. Like, we've seen that on other podcasts. I was just about to ask, what, did, what were y'all doing? Yeah, like, we talked about R. Kelly. We talked about, and we don't even like talking about R. Kevin Hart. We don't even really be talking about people in real life. Trending topics. Yes. Somebody told me that when I started this, you should have, like, a don't yell today. I was like, bro, let's practice. That's Charlotte. I don't care. Like, I care about people, but I don't care what they doing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to do something helpful. So, yeah, I, right. I get that. But, uh, yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. Well, when that is too low, us, we're like, this is not us. So, we just went back to the one we were doing before. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. And our viewers grew. Yeah, it was still the same. In spite yeah. of. It's just really being yourself. Like, when we are being, we are literally being ourselves. Like, sometimes you say stuff that we not even need to say. Like, I didn't mean yeah. to say that in public. <laughs> You know, but I gotta keep it real. We gotta keep it real, like yeah. And I just also think we just had a podcast about um, being just. It was kind of like being real. It's just like who are you when no one's looking. That's integrity. Integrity. That was it. Integrity. We talked about integrity. And so it's just like there's a lot of stuff that we say on the podcast about you're not acting like this picture perfect. Oh, we're super healthy. Oh, we're super everything. You know, we're like, nope, I deal with jealousy. Nope, I deal with this yep. or that. And being real with our audience. And I think that alone, you are authentic with yourself. That's original. And people love people who are real. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's it. Right. I, when I read that question, when you sent it to us, I was like, this is a great, great, great question. And the world needs to hear this, especially if you're in the line of, being a creative, an influencer, or any type of thing yeah. that you do, because when you think about it, everyone, you're not going to ever be the only one doing that thing that you're doing. There's always going to be hundreds and thousands of, of podcasters, hundreds of thousands of singers, hundreds yeah, of thousands of 
Like, that's just the industry, and that is great. I love that we have this variety, but when you get in your mind and start thinking like it's a competition, or I have to, I have to be better than this person, and that can sometimes sway your really originality because you can start trying to pick up things. Like you just said, someone suggested that you do the donkey of the day, but that's yeah. not even your podcast. That's like, not even and absolutely. <laughs> and so when I think about when people like make suggestions to you, I don't think they're doing it out of spite. But so you have to be careful that the advice that you receive because all advice is not for you. It's just not, and that's okay. And like I like thinking about, you know, when you think about what God says, we can do all things, but God didn't say do everything. Well, that's the, the same scripture. <laughs> Paul says, even though some people might say, you know, this is good for me and it's not sinful, doesn't mean you should do it. Exactly. So that's, that's the same book itself. The so. same. So I didn't read that part. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, and it's there. And it's there. And I was saying to Kobe earlier, mm-hmm. I, um, I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm not trying to be hell and brimstone. That's the culture of any black church in America mm-hmm. is hell and brimstone. You you condemn people before you really oh. understand. Yes. And it's crazy that y'all said y'all first episode was self-love. Yes. I feel like love is understanding. Because I understand my wife, I don't trip on the stuff she's done. Like wow. I don't trip on the normal stuff that somebody else would trip on. Now I can be patient, I can be long suffering, I can not wow. keep a tally because I understand. So <laughs> Look, if you I understand yourself okay. if you understand yourself then you can then you step into the position of being authentic and you're not caught in the facade. And I feel like we live in a a lifestyle or a society where you can just put up any type of facade. And it's acceptable and it sells. That's the killer part. It sells and you can make money and gain access off of being a fake person. Like, uh, what's that one dude? Some silly kid. Uh, What's his name? Booking Game. The the kid on Instagram that runs in the store steals stuff and then run out and be like booking game, whole lot of game. Yeah, with the tattoos all over say. So he's a millionaire now and he tried to kill himself like two times. That's the thing. I was gonna say say karma. It always comes. And it's like you perceive and created this whole facade that's not really you, and what's really there came out. Exactly. And we sell that to other kids. Exactly, and that's what people have to understand. Like we, uh, we have so many podcasts, so we will relate to all the podcasts. Yeah. It's like no. it doesn't even matter if you love what you do and you have purpose, like you were saying. It doesn't matter if you have a million dollars or zero, because you're living out your purpose, you're gonna be happy. So it doesn't matter if you have millions of dollars. If you're doing something you don't love and you're not being yourself mm-hmm. or living in your purpose, you are not mm-hmm. going to be. It means nothing. And that's what people have to realize, and that's what they need to portray to the kids, right? So they can understand that that might like look cool, but how do they feel on the inside? On the inside, and it's temporary pleasure. Like we get caught up and captivated, and I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm holier than thou because at one point in my life, I was in that fixation. But nobody is. I mean, <laughs> right? I had mistakes. mistakes. No, I just gotta keep I, real. I'm just I've done some stuff, you know. So, trying to be cool, trying to get that quick money, trying to be 
and you're trying to strip it from yourself, yeah. like you just never know if you're coming in the form of kids, a sickness, an illness. Yeah. Like it may look like you're getting away with it right now, but later on down the line, how yeah. are you gonna suffer? We all gonna pay for the things that we do. So it's best you right your wrongs and, and correct them as soon as you're aware of them. Cause I don't think he's a child, you said. Yeah. So I don't think game. he even knows like, you know, when we were young at one point, we didn't know the yeah, the consequences of our actions. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of went with the flow and thought that was the right thing. It looked cool around yeah. all your friends, peer pressure. So he just thought that it's trending. It's getting a lot of hits. He thinking about the views. So he probably don't even know what he's doing is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He probably has no examples in him, his life that, that has led him. Because it's just it's a lot that comes with these things. It's Man, so much. It's um. The scariest thing for me, and I, I have a younger brother and sister, they're in high school. Mm. And they see stuff on the internet and believe it's factual. I feel like for our generation, mm-hmm. we could tell the difference from Grand Theft Auto in real life. Yes. Mm-hmm. But for the kids that are coming up, Grand Theft Auto is real life. That's real. Because if it wasn't real life, you wouldn't be creating a game about it. Yeah. They, they, it's not blurred. Wow. I feel like when I was in college, I knew my limits. Yeah, I, I explored them. Mm-hmm. And that's a broad term. But mm-hmm. I did explore. But I knew some stuff was just not for me to do. Absolutely. And it's like for them, mm-hmm. not all of them, <laughs> but just the the whole, like, I guess a good amount believe that there is no limit. You, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And that is true, but... We don't, you know, it's classifications and things that come with that belief and all that stuff. But they believe if I can, you know, it is real. There is no in between. Mm. And that's, it's not, it's a scary thing if it, it's a scary thing if it isn't steered right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the whole purpose of that. Um, I do want to take it back. Go ahead. Take it back. Um, So for me, originality was something. Yeah that was hard for me to break and to, uh-huh. to be myself because growing up in my household I can feel that. I, you, feel that. I had to look a certain way yeah. at a certain way because mm-hmm. you know and I hate to bring race into it but you know we're already judged for the color of our skin so it's just you know my mom's always you know you don't want to make them think already what they think of you is true so you yeah. want to you know act a certain way and so this podcast has allowed me to kind of open up and be myself and say things that I probably would never say, if, yeah. you know, otherwise. But um, and it's, it's hard because even in the workplace, you know, at school, you know, anywhere, it's all about this image and how are other people viewing you. So for me, it took a long time to say, okay, you know what, forget what everybody thinks. This is me. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Either you're going to accept it or... You know, maybe this is not where I'm supposed to be then. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. That's good. Yeah. I love um, that. I feel that, Tindy, uh that's why I'm growing my hair out now. Yeah. Trying to get locks. I'm a barber, so the image is since we clean cut 24-7. Mm-hmm. But that was never me. I'm the type of guy I can wear, you know, five-year-old vans and be cool. Mm-hmm. But in a barbershop, the image is you got to be the freshest and flyest. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, the freshest and flyest is the brokest. In this social circle, <laughs> I'm right. really broke. You know what I mean? So, right. You got your pair of J's. Yeah. What's your savings account looking like, though? What savings account? If that. So yeah. it's like... Breaking that barrier because mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I'm a black nerdy kid. So yeah. I wasn't athletic. So I was already like different. 
But I enjoy listening to other genres outside of rap and mm-hmm. trap. I don't know what it is to be dirt poor. Yeah, we had challenges because we were a single parent mm-hmm. household. But anyway, I'm not hood hood. And yeah. so I yeah. felt that that's always been the biggest thing for me in my life now. It's just being me and mm-hmm. being okay with it. Because at the end of the day, I got to live with me. When nobody's looking, I have to deal with who I am. Light keeps coming, so if I keep faking it, I, I'm adding to the battle. Yeah. So, yes, that's true. Adding to the battle. Well, you you got to go through a battle, no. but then you battle the with yeah, society you, and you battle with yourself. Who you faking? So, yes. Yeah, that's that's. I I I lived there for a while, and uh, people I was looking up to, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I, I'm gonna be him one day. I'm gonna stand mm-hmm. with him, be his mentee under his tutelage, all those things. And it wasn't lining up with who I innately was. Hmm. And I was like, man, something's not right. Maybe it's me. But the door opened up and we, you know, not cut ties, but now we're on two different planes. So I have to, and I have to sit and figure out who I was. And now it's at this point, it's like, that's good what y'all doing. That's great. That's grand. But that's not me. And I'm cool with it because... I was medicating. I was self-medicating, trying to deal with the internal battle that I was projecting out. Mm-hmm. But when the 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 playing fields change, and I really addressed who I really was and what was going on with me, the self-medication stopped. I didn't have to indulge in all these other things because really? I'm at peace with who I am. So That's I feel good. that. Um, I love that. What do you believe your individual purpose is? What do you believe your group purpose is? Ooh, that's that's a big boy question. Big question. But, um, I feel like if you understand your purpose, they do for me. Yeah, it always is though. But um, I feel like if you understand your purpose, your outlook on life changes, mm-hmm. and and purpose is servitude. So if I'm yes. instilling something yes. helpful in somebody else, I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, have at it. Um, what do you feel like your purpose is? I feel like my individual purpose is to bring people together to kind of bridge this gap. Somehow, somehow, I don't, I don't know how. I thought it was always to help people, but I think it's just simple. It's just as simple as that to bring people together. Yeah, mm-hmm. communal sense is important. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can never, uh, and we always read about it. You know, in like slavery and the start of this country, they conquer and divide this mm-hmm. no military, con- you know, concept, but. We're only as strong as, you know, we are together. Mm-hmm. So Unity is a powerful Communal mm-hmm. sense is a, is a power, even in the family, mm-hmm. the family yes. household. Yes. A family yes. that's together is way more, you know, tougher than a family that's separated. So communal is, it's, it's, that's powerful. But uh, you keep on, oh. that's y'all. Hello, y'all guys. have at it. I'll, tell me when I'm talking too much. No, no, you're not. No, but, uh, I want to hear. I want to hear where y'all are. Y'all helping me, so y'all uh, have it. For me, my individual purpose, I really think it's just to help people that understand that when life happens, because mm-hmm. we all go through challenges, to understand that there is brightness and there is sunny skies on the other side of that. So don't get so down on yourself because of your present situation, yeah. there's always milk and honey on the other side, per se. So okay, I think it's, and, and I try to do that with my students, because mm-hmm. 
you know this area a lot of the students they come through the doors and they're just not motivated so it's just like you not only have to teach them content you have to be a motivator teach at them life. the same time teach yeah. them life so it's just like and and i i experienced in your lives that my students do or did or do as well so yeah. it's just like you know just because you're going through this now doesn't mean that's don't have to be yes it's not the final that's that's real that's helpful too i mean i feel like if teachers really did that mm-hmm. kids who you know they can do anything that, but it's just that fake facade it goes that seed. yep that's and that's that's true planting seeds last longer than than money or your own personal memory it does because you don't know this is going to bloom and sprout and then that whole idea and other good ideas now can transfer to something else Mm. and that goes further than you know an old recipe so so that's deep what what, what about you too well I was thinking about the way I was talking but (laughs) I think my individual purpose Mm -hmm. And, but my individual purpose would have to do with a lot of other people. But um, it would be to uplift, educate the black community and bring them together and invest financially. And like I like how she said the communal part, but financially, emotionally, spiritually, health-wise, um, it's just like there's a lot of brokenness. And like she said, like the community together. So it wouldn't just be me. It would be bringing like the experts to bring us all together so we can build this this foundation and really start you know thriving even more because i feel like the black community is doing it like i'm seeing it and i think we just go even further yeah you can go even further right and so i i really believe like that's my purpose like i have this whole idea in my head and what i do now at my job you know i'm just a social media specialist but i'm able to put on programs and community events for the kids and just making sure like you know it's more than just having fun like I need y'all to know how to take care of your feelings finances and things of that nature so I think it's bringing the black community together and create a foundation that's real okay but the group purpose what do y'all feel like a group's purpose is Hmm. Hmm, and how did the, the name soul feeling because I, I don't believe in content, like coincidence. Mm. I don't believe that things just happen because they happen. I believe everything is divinely planned and it's yes. just picked out by choices. Absolutely. But um, how did y'all come up with the idea of soul filling and what's soul filling's whole purpose? In my personal opinion, I kind of feel like it was, like we said in the Earlier, beginning, it was uh-huh. so organic and we never put like our own and this is just me y'all correct me ladies this is what I personally think we never put our own personal like control over that we kind of let God we was like this is a we know it's something amazing we think it's something higher than ourselves Mm -hmm. bigger than ourselves and we think no matter we we kind of don't even like talking about our plans because we like whatever is the plan is is divinely ordained by God mm-hmm. and like I think whatever it's going to be is going to be magical and we we can't even sometimes when we put our own limitations limiting beliefs on it God always finds a way to exceedingly and yeah. supersede yeah. whatever that thing is so I just know whatever it's going to be it, it could be college tours we could be talk show we don't know but I just think God wants us to reach as many people that's divinely meant to be there and touch however many hearts to grow 
and it fixed their current situation yeah. in, in, on a mental, emotional, spiritual platform. That's what it is, right there. Yeah. That, that last part, yes. Yeah. Because initially, we inspire fire. That's what we were doing. We were spreading the message of, mm-hmm. you know, just you can live in every yeah. aspect of your life. You can, healthy. you know, be mentally, healthily, mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, you can be healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And we wanted to do this in schools. But we hit some roadblocks mm-hmm. with that, and then somehow it just transpired into okay, we have this message, we have everything that we need, but somehow it's not getting to where we needed to go. Mm-hmm. We had a blog, okay, that's not quite quite working. Let's start this podcast, and from there we can our message, our word, mm-hmm. our voice can be heard, and we can get this spread this message out a lot clearer, better, you know. I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> no, like that's exactly what happened because basically the same things we were saying in Inspire exactly. Fire and what we relayed on to the blog. Yes. You know, we're able to say it on a more wide scale with soul feeling and mm-hmm. like Jazz said, that is exactly what it is. We don't we never even had a mission, we didn't have a goal. We just knew like we wanted to share with others the advice that we were getting and we pray every time before we um do our podcast and we always say the same prayer like god speak through us and whoever needs to hear this let them hear it yes. and so that's really right and it's not like we don't want to like make money from it or anything yeah. like that but we know that god's going to provide if we just stay in yes. his will mm-hmm. in whatever way he wants us to and when he lets us know what to do you know, we do we it. Take action. We do yeah. it. That's what it is. I feel that. Um, and I can say it now that y'all have already said it, but every podcast that I've done up to now, I've prayed and said, okay, God, should I go talk to them? Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. opened the door. There's some people I've shot, oh, I need to come get my podcast. It's never worked out. So mm-hmm. now that I'm consulting God and he's opening a door and establishing the topics and conversation, it flows and it's easier. Mm-hmm. And the people that listen, they'll hit me and be like, hey, man, I heard what you were talking about. Really just help me out right through here. And I'm like, okay. I've done something good. Right. I got one listener. <laughs> yes. Not my wife, you know. <laughs> so, I, I'm excited about it. And it's never, it was never to make money. It's just, I I lived a point where I pretended so long mm-hmm. that it drove me insane. Mm-hmm. And when I finally said, you know what? I'm living in my purpose. I'm skydiving because mm-hmm. that's, that's what I call it. Because I'm afraid of heights. But everybody, every interview I've heard about when they skydive, they just, you know, they love life even more because they've gotten over this gripping the fear. Like, yeah, this gripping fear. Right? Y'all scared me. I know, like, I know they want to go skydiving so bad. Oh, no, I'm scared. I'm talking about real skydiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother in law sent me a picture last night and he was skydiving. And I was like, I'm the chicken. I hate roller coaster rides, okay? That's <laughs> me. So, but so I when know, I saw Jennifer yeah. do it, I was like, they ain't gonna wanna do it. No, I'm there. And uh, that, just this physical thing has transitioned yeah. to every area of my life. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, the innate fear of not knowing has stopped mm-hmm. so much for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. And mm-hmm. so, it's like, I gotta do it to, to show. If my daughters save themselves until they get married, I've done my job. I've done way better than 
giving them a million dollars, teaching them how to be financial, teaching them how to build their credit. If I've taught them that they can wait and a man that's meant for them will find them before all the heartaches and breaks, I've done my job. Mm -hmm. And so that's the whole intent, but I got to get out there first and do it. And so that's, that's all it's been. And it was, it goes back to why I started knowing my why. Just, I wanted to help somebody else and say, Hey man, you don't have to pretend. And it's actually better. It's milk and honey on this side. Even though it's still challenges, it's still milk and honey. Mm -hmm. And it's way better than pretending. Cause I I know, I, I know men who are like 50 and 60. It's just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm like, you don't know what? It's like, <laughs> no, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. And, you know, they start going through their wives and everything. And I just realized that they pretend for 40 years. Ooh. And that's what we were talking about on our latest podcast. Yep. It makes me think about that person that I was talking about. Yep. But it really makes me so sad to see that, especially when they're close to you. And it's like, I know you're putting on a facade, but listen. All like, that time. All that time. And it's like, we love you and we don't care. We want to know the real you. Yep. And you won't even let us in. And I'm like, how it hurts us. So I can't imagine how it's hurting you. Ooh. So it's just like, I yeah. Don't know. yeah, and that's the barrier, like you yeah. said. Yeah. And I don't want to blame my mother's or my parents' generation, right? But they just said, "All right, you know, I see what I like, mm-hmm. but that that'll forever be fantasy. I'll never step into that." Yeah. And that's our so generation true. is like, man, no, no. right? No, <laughs> get that. Like, no, I can't get it. Yeah. Like, it's just not for the movie stars and the mm-hmm. actors. And really and truly, those they just got more access. They're they're measurable than us. But they live the same twenty four hours we do. It's not just for them. Everybody can live in this space where they're whole in yeah. in every sanction. And I feel like we're the we're leading yeah, the way. You. We're leading the charge. Right. We're and you see it. Charm. I mean, some of our friends, we've seen them yep. skyrocket. We're like, whoa, okay, <laughs> we <Yep>. can do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So, but it, it takes hard work, consistency, and it takes divine timing, you know? It's not yeah. going to be on our time. It's going to yeah. be on God's time and when he prepares us to be escalated. So. And sometimes you may not, it may not happen in the way that you think about it. And yes. I love the rock story, how he thought you know, he was going to be a football player. Yeah, I love and doing all this. And then, you know, went from wrestling to now acting like we, he knew he was going to be great. But he didn't know what happened. He thought it was gonna be with football. Mm-hmm. But right. this big mega yep. actor, actor, now. actor. Yep. Yep. yep, we all do that. I I had a different plan. Yes. Right. Yes. And it changed divinely. Mm-hmm. And yes. I when I learned to accept it now, man, this life is nice. Exactly. Right. And, so, and I think you were mentioning the earlier, I mean, the generation yeah. above us. I man, you're about to <laughs> go ahead and say it. I just mind. think oh, they God. were so stuck in tunnels. Yes. Oh, man. They, yes. Were, they just had tunnel vision to one way, one thing. And you got to think about it. They didn't have those examples like yeah. we do. And I, maybe they just didn't have that the courage, yeah. per se, that, that we courage. did to like step out and just know that it's going to be okay because yes. I have peace of mind. Yes. The peace of mind is more yeah. than you can't buy that. try to please Jesus, everybody. You can't buy peace. Everyone. You can't buy not make your mom mad or not or not <laughs> yeah. trying to make them proud. It's like you're living for everyone but Except for self. You. And, and God, of course. But when you realize like, hey, I, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. I am going to do this and then really, literally do it. Yes. And then I like how y'all were mentioning um, 
and you just said like one point I was going to Avenue and then realized I needed to change directions because yep. this side made me happier. I think God, and I just love that. I think that's obedience. And that's one thing that a lot of people, they don't have. When God tells you to turn directions, like for us, for Inspire Fire, we yep. was like, we are adamant about these health programs. I'm a, a self proclaiming <laughs> all that stuff. But God was like, you get more hype on y'all, your podcast right now. More people want y'all out or inviting y'all out yep. to your podcast. Granted, we've been doing the um, health company longer. The podcast was just taking off so much faster. So it but just... the thing is, with that, it's like there would be no soul feeling without inspired fire. Yeah. So it's just like God will take the you through stages, the stages, the stages, preparing you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So it's just like, and I see like it more in my life. Like, oh, okay, I understand. Oh, I understand why I got fired from that job. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. this is great. All right, right. This is what it trusted. Right. Yeah, but like you said, it's then it became obedient. Cause it's like you know what, nothing else is working. I'm gonna just go ahead and do this. <laughs> it's my last option. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do the whole time. Right. Yeah. 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 And then it just takes off. So I feel that. I feel that. I feel like we're gonna have a longer part two. And that's cool. <laughs> so, uh, it's forty minutes, and this is the introduction. And this oh. is oh. this is dope. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna have to get with y'all and try to do this more often because this is helpful. But um, all right, guys, <laughs> you ready for part two of this episode? I appreciate you guys listening. All right, be blessed. All right, guys, we're back for part two. Um, Soul Feeling Podcast. This is a group of wonderful ladies. They're very down to earth. Uh, so yeah, you guys, uh, I'm I'm happy that y'all here. I'm sorry, I'm getting nervous. Happy to be here. But, uh, yeah, You're part great. one was amazing. None in short, it was, it was a lot of good <laughs> things that was said that I believed myself, but to hear somebody else say it got me even more excited because yeah. that's a hard thing to admit some truths and stand on. So that's cool. But uh, let's dive in. Uh. We had an off-topic, uh, off-camera <laughs> conversation, so it got a little weird. But, um, yeah, just uh, we dive back into conversation, originality, uh, and purpose. So, how do you guys feel that you're pushing originality and purpose individually or collectively, or just however way you do it? How do you feel like you're pushing that idea? Because I believe that originality and authenticity when I first seen the first episode of y'all of me of y'all I think it was Kayla or something like yes. that mm-hmm. I was like man this is 50 seconds of dopeness and Aww. you don't get those impressions all the time when you see stuff but that was the first impression I got and so I was like man they're original yes. and that's the birth this whole you know conversation but how do you feel like you guys are pushing that idea Individually, and so. you brought up the guest yeah. we love because we do get a lot of requests for um, people to come on. Yeah, and sometimes you know because we are nice people, we want to say it, it gets hard because we have to deny people. We have to say no. Nah, this might. Then what made y'all say yes when I hit y'all? Because <laughs> I don't know y'all. Y'all don't know me. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, man. I, I mean, you can answer. No, no. I followed y'all on I my podcast page and I was like, man, I'm going to hit them and see what they say because they ain't here. <laughs> <laughs> For real, that was it. But uh, yeah. I think it because once you sent us the questions, your line of questions, oh, my introduction. Um, the purpose, it was just like, 
um, intentionally. It was like, these are yeah, podcast topics that we already have before. Yeah. This is right in alignment of who Soul Feeling yeah. is. Exactly. It's not anything like, because we might get a model one to come on there and promote yeah. brand, her brand, but we like, that's not really what we, we are we, about. We love it. We want you to, if you're a poet, poet or author, whatever, we want you to yeah. push and continue doing what you want to do. It's but sometimes that may not align with what we are trying to promote. Mm-hmm. So, that's one way that we try to stay original is by mm-hmm. having people on that we feel that not necessarily like-minded, but who are like-minded. pushing, yeah, in a way like-minded or pushing positive positivity or trying to <laughs> help people, uplift people. You Do know, something one, purposeful. Yes, yes. Yep. You're planting seeds. You know? <laughs> exactly. I feel like we're all farmers in a sense because we plant either good yeah. or bad seeds. Mm-hmm. Right. So, absolutely. Like you said, a lot of people can plant bad seeds and not even know it. They think they're the most <laughs> world-renowned farmer, and it's like your your content is, you know, life-threatening. It's, yeah. it's deadly. So mm-hmm. I, I get that. That makes sense. But uh, yeah, goals or just aspirations. Let's say that. Oh, uh, I just want to just go back to what you were saying, and it's not like. Um, we want, we, if we could have everybody on the show, we really would. But it's like, what are you promoting? Because I know there's some people who have asked me, like, personally, like, hey, I would like to be on the show, but it might get a little heated. And it's like, okay, so no. I don't want, you know, we don't want you to promote something that's, you know, we're not like a confrontational type of group ever. Like, we barely fight. We be trying to disagree. We be trying to disagree, to be honest. I'm like, you know what, God, that, that makes actually a whole bunch right? of sense. Yeah. But you want to, like, make sure you're... And it's not about us. It's also about our audience. We really care, like, what people hear from us because we know they take... They listen to us and they actually, like, take value from what we we say. So, like, our words hold a lot of weight. And we don't want to be... You know, feeling like, oh, damn, we gave them bad advice. Yes. You know, I'm going to say, do this. They had this person. Right. Right. I don't, yeah. So that really, I feel like that's originality as well. It's like, if you are doing something, whether you're on, um, if you're on some type of platform, you have to make sure, you know, that you are really. It holds weight. Hold, yeah. It holds weight. So you have to be careful of what you say mm-hmm. and even what you do outside and who you have on. And we really care about our audience. <laughs> like, we care so much about our soulmates. Like, so it's like we would not want to steer them wrong or just have them wind up XYZ ways <laughs> just because of an episode that they listen with, the advice that they said. So, and we're very, very selective, like Tiffany just said. So, we are very, very careful. And after every podcast, Tiffany always goes, y'all think that was good? <laughs> How was that podcast? Was it good? How was that? Because I'm always a little scared. Like, and even when we're just talking amongst ourselves, I care about them so much. Like, sometimes I have to, like, call them back, like, okay, you know, this is what I really meant to say, you know, when I'm trying to give them advice or they're giving me advice because... I care about what they think of me and I care about how their life is going. And so I really try to give the best advice to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like. Right. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly. You, you know how you, you might have that one friend relationship and like you mad. Say you yeah. mad and you call your boy and you like, hey, hit me with me real quick. You want to be mad? Yes. Yeah. Telling you everything that you doing wrong. Like, yeah. well, I really was just calling because I want you to be on my side, but yeah. you giving me some good advice right now, so I'm gonna call you back because I want to be mad. Yeah, so it's like, like <laughs> <laughs> so it's 
give the cheesecake and key lime pie analogy because my mom said it one time uh, key lime pie is appealing to the eye but if you are a baker you know it's just margin or it's not the same weight as key as cheesecake and if you put your fork through key lime pie it dissipates because it it has no weight but you put a fork through some real new york cheesecake that's been baked in the oven has some time it holds weight I'm sorry. We are booty. I'm sorry. But that's real though. But it's real. Yeah, and, that's you know, I, I try not to correlate and transition stuff, but since yeah. I'm on this side and milk and honey, how mm-hmm. I'm gonna quote that. Uh, <laughs> I got some weight now, so I'm I'm mindful of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And that's why I can say I really pray and ask God who to bring on mm-hmm. and what to talk about. It's yes. some people I've hit, they haven't responded back. But it lets me know that I I put myself out there when I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Because if it's divine and it's by his sake, if I'm walking the way I'm supposed to walk, it'll always work in my favor. Right. So um, I, I can agree to that and test it out. I try to be mindful because I want to hold some weight. Not mm-hmm. to say that I'm the best pie in the world. Mm-hmm. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. To everybody, isn't the best pie, mm-hmm. but you can't you can't knock its its weight compared right. to other stuff. So yeah. I don't, sure. I don't want to be like that. And a real cheesecake can last. You can toss it up and down. It's not gonna flip upside down. It's gonna stay true to what it is. So I feel like everybody can get there, but most people don't. But if I can encourage somebody, hey, you can be here and not there. I've done something, so mm-hmm. I, I like that. Um, next question. Uh, what was I gonna say? Okay, so yeah, we can talk about this foodie thing. So, <laughs> how did this come along? You guys like avid food food people? Like you, you're scouring the city for food spots because they do have Instagram pages for that. <laughs> yeah. They do. Or, uh, you can <laughs> Let's go here. So. I think it came from our. Adventures of Lifetime trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. travel together, and so it's like, okay, so where we go? What's the, what's yep. the food places? Like our itineraries <laughs> are built around the food places, uh-huh. and we're different too because yeah. we do eat healthy most of the time. So do, when we do travel, we try to look at healthy places. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're vegetarians sometimes, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and so we try to look for places that cater to both. No meat eaters yeah, and vegetarian yeah. veganism. I've tried it. It's not working. <laughs> My wife, she's a vegetarian. She's trying to make me all these pescatarians and eating intelligence. <laughs> I don't do none of that. If I could, I'd eat tacos all day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner is the only dish you can eat all the times of the day. Yeah, yeah. Now when I think of tacos, I'm going to think of you. Text me, text me when you go to that taco place. Cause you have to you text like, me the name of it. Daunting, that's right. I got the number and everything. I'm speed dial, all that. 
Can I get my? For real, they know me. They know me. So I go there happily. I have to step back because I got to eat a little cleaner now. I don't want a dad belly. But uh, nah, tacos all day, 24-7. That's that's my mantra. But that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Let's go back to the conversation. Uh, we had to get the foodie combo in. We had to get it in. Um, did y'all all go to the same college? or? No, and that's the crazy thing, mm-hmm. to be honest. But y'all met in middle school, right? But yeah. we met in yeah, middle school. In high school, y'all went to Dawson? Yeah, mm-hmm. we all played on the same basketball team. But is we all went th- to different places. Is that the three-story high school in Pearland? Cause it's yes. 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 Dawson. Mm-hmm. Right there on top. Right there by the cemetery, yes. right? Yes. 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 Cool, that's, cool, a, cool. that's where you went. Is that, but you know, Pearland is like a whole nother city. Yes, yeah, it's pretty it's, it's not Houston. It's a whole nother city. Yeah. yeah. So once you get out there, it's, it's a lot going on. You know, Pearland, PD. Yeah. 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 But uh, what college did y'all go to? So I went to Howard University. What? <laughs> what you major in? Journalism. Oh, so you're an active journalist now? No, well, I do social media, and I mean... That's journalism now? I guess. I mean, I feel like I use it with me editing the podcast, oh, okay. me being on Soul Feeling, me doing social media for a living, me Definitely. writing press releases for the nonprofit. So it's just, it's all full circle. Press release. Uh, explain what a press release Because I've heard it, but I don't Yeah, know a press release is basically how, if you want to get on TV or something, you're like, okay, so for example, if we want to write a press release on Soul Feeling because we have a live show coming up, we'll write about Soul Feeling and what what they're doing in the community and then we'll ship it to like Deborah Duncan show or Houston Press to make it basically write the story for them and send it to them to see if they'll publish it or have you on. So yeah. And y'all have done live shows already, right? Yes, we've done two. Mm-hmm. With who? With ourselves. Or by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the same one we went to Friday night? Yes, like yeah. C Talks. So you just uh, bring in, so how does that work? You just bring people in and record the conversation and publish it? We actually we don't do that. We publish don't our live shows. We, we don't mainly for the experience. The experience. The experience. Oh, and y'all do kind of the call and response. Mm-hmm. Yes, you. We're actually having one on December fourteenth, so you should it. come. Yeah. No, uh, if it's yeah, yeah, I got y'all numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can see that. kind of what it is. This one's in collaboration with Black Market Houston. Our first one. Okay, was, uh, so yeah, I've seen mm-hmm. that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What's Black Market Houston? Is that like just. All black soul proprietorships. Yes. yes. Exactly. It's a bunch of black vendors, music, food, and you can get basically anything you want there and just have fun and buy buy stuff. And they do it's like a secret society thing basically. No, no. anybody's it's coming. Everyone is once, once it's typically <laughs> the first Friday every month. And uh, this time okay, it's gonna so be on the second Friday. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you could come. You don't even have to be black here. You could come. So you gotta buy tickets for the show. Right. It's it's two dollars online, five dollars at the door. <laughs> yes, it's really like three something yeah. online, but because that's because even bright as a fee. But yes. Okay. <laughs> and y'all just and y'all just so the goal is to have more live shows. Yes. And what's the. What's the audience? Is it everybody? Do y'all want to do it like at churches? Do y'all want to do it like the TED Talks? Do y'all want to do like the school? What's the environment? More so millennial based. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be college based. You know, that age range. Yeah. Young adults. Basically. Young adults, and yes. Are we, are we considered young adults? Yeah. Yeah, we're still so, yeah, so young adults. <laughs> yeah. Young adults are 35. Yeah. Yeah, but 
if we look at like our our data, we do go up to like 35, 40. Yeah, you people. just sprinkle up, mm-hmm. you know, past that. How do y'all feel? How do y'all feel when y'all see older people saying, man, you know what? You're giving me insightful things. I, I love it. My mom would be like, yeah. I, I raised you well. And like, <laughs> she'd be like, wow, like this really, she even listens to what I have to say. How is that? It's weird because I talk to you guys about it because sometimes when your parents go through things, they they they're like grady. It will for me. It's like you look up to somebody so much, yeah. right? And sometimes everyone's human, right? But sometimes like I see my mom making bad decisions. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like you didn't teach us this. It's not what the Bible says. And so now that I'm older, it's just like we actually have real conversations and real advice going back and forth. And sometimes I'm like, you're doing this, and it has like an impression on me, like. Am I supposed to be doing this too? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it gets a little weird sometimes now that we're adults and we both have, you know, different types of minds. Yeah. Yeah. But And then they're human. They're yeah. they're, they're going through the same thing. It's yeah. 40, 50 year olds who are single and mm-hmm. trying to get back into the dating life. Yeah. We're talking about that. Um, we talk about leap of faith, you know, yeah. purpose, all of that. And people are struggling with that. Like, okay, I've been in this industry for this long, yeah. but I want to start a side business. Right. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. For me, I just love it because it just shows how God's grace is what truly carries us through our lives. We never, no matter if you're 105, 85, 65, 35, 25, you're never going to have life all figured out. Never. And it just, when older people are saying like, wow, y'all are well beyond y'all years. I was 45 to to figure that out, but you got it at 26. We were having a meeting at Whole Foods at one time and we were talking about men and we were like, and they just blah, 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 blah. And I be next to her, it's like, how y'all figuring this out so soon? I just figured this out like two years ago. We're like,
a living source of water and I produce fruit in and out of season. And it holds weight because um, that's where I'm, you know, that's where I'm at. And like I was saying, I've gotten to that point where, you know, I don't have to look at the advice of everybody else. I don't have to do what we were taught to do mm-hmm. if it doesn't agree with the the peace that God has freely granted. Right. The peace is my evidence of me doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So I can piggyback on that and I can agree with that because um that was my test is is standing on what I believe God has told me to do or keep doing what everybody is suggesting me to do, knowing I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. And Can't when she it. said that, it, it, it rings in my ear even now. It's like, you know what? Am I going over here because I want to, or am I going to make them happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to ask yourself that. And then it's not to be selfish or to be a jerk, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm all right with staying at home and hanging out mm-hmm. at the house. I don't have to go over there and, and entertain you if I don't feel like it. Right. And you're not going to make me feel like a bad person because you want me to do what you want me to do. Yeah. And I want to just sit and watch TV. So, exactly. so I relate to that. I relate to that. Um, you look like you're, y'all were going to say something. I, mean, I was just going to say that, that part. Because yep. I think sometimes when parents invest in you and they you know, sacrifice and done things, they feel like you owe that to them to do what it is that they think you should be doing. Yep. And then uh, on the flip side, we take that that or well, I know I have yeah. taken that like dang you know my mom has sacrificed so much for me like I just want to make her happy yeah. so I should just do this but then you miss the mark exactly you miss mm-hmm. the mark because you're just in this this cycle and it's like I read this one article I think it was like a little paragraph on Twitter we mm-hmm. have so much out there but um <laughs> you know we always fixate on the slavery era in America and it was an article on how you know they conquer and divide basically how you know they abuse the male in front of the family to show mm-hmm. that he's he's be, he's like able to grow. Yeah. They teach independent to the mother, so right. the mother teach the daughter. Right. And we always talk about in the black community we're um, crabs in a barrel, but really the war and the the clashes is within us. Mm-hmm. We're battling with our own things, so mm-hmm. it it I, that's what I thought of when you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to make my mom happy, so I'm gonna do whatever she tell me. And yeah. As a parental side, it's like I want to make sure I set my kid up so they're yes. better than me. Yes. But we never, they never gave an explanation why. why. But when my mom said, I stay on you about, you know, working for yourself so you're not hustling. Mm-hmm. Going to school if that's what you want to do. Doing these things because if you don't, this is where you leave. She gave me an explanation why. So then it's like, okay. Now I can put on for my mama. Now yeah. I can I can take and listen and she can be my friend now mm-hmm. because now I understand why she's going that way. Right. And ain't just do this because I said so and fear me because I'm the authority here. Yeah. It's more respect me because mm-hmm. I'm I'm giving you good, wholesome advice. Right. I'm giving you game. Amen. Yeah. It goes back to what to what you said in the part one, love is understanding. Yeah. And that's yes. true. Just, like we talk about that all the time. Like if you ask someone to do this or do something, it's like you have to explain why, why? you know, so people understand it. Understand. And so I totally agree with that. Hmm. Yeah. And it just kind of touches on every everything yeah. is coming full circle. So what Kobe was just saying, like with uh, how 
we are doing these things because we want to please our parents and how you were saying the uh you're wanting to set your daughter up so that she yeah. knows and then going back how you say it's everyone has this problem the problem is within ourselves once we heal ourselves and it comes back to how Tiffany <laughs> just brought that up how yeah. if we understand ourselves because yeah. love and have that self-love and we understand ourselves and understand that we even need healing at all um i was reading this book uh, well, i'm reading it currently by oprah oh i freaking love oprah but um the name of the book is called what i know for sure and so she was saying in the book she wrote I, that Yes. Is it an audio book? Cause I, yes, it's audio. Uh, it's I don't audio. listen to books. I can't read it. Me too. Like, I read the really, same thing. Like I'm to I was listening to it on the car right here. Okay, actually. man. So it's fresh on my mind. Y'all need to listen read to this. that. Listen to this. Read it. What I actually I know for went sure? to what I know for sure. Okay, man. Oh, it's such a good book, y'all. Oh my God. Have y'all read the Michelle Obama book? I'm about to see. I got it. They got it on Audible. Yeah, they do. Yeah, see, my yeah, sister got it. Yeah, she got the last copy. So it's only out. Her shows, her shows are like five hundred dollars. Cause I got an email to go to a show in Dallas. So like, yeah, I'm gonna see Michelle Obama. I might see Barack. It's like five hundred dollars. I was like, nah. I am asking y'all. Forty dollars in gas to Dallas. To Dallas. I don't even like Dallas like that. So yeah. I just see it on YouTube. So, right? But yeah, I'm oh, yes. sorry, keep going. So long story short, um, Oprah was saying how her upbringing is still, everyone know Oprah, mm-hmm. Oprah, you get a car, you get a car, everybody get a car, right? Because Oprah just used to, she said back in the 90s, she just was, she wasn't healed. That's why she was given so much of herself because she said uh, abused women would come knocking on her studio doors and she would like just, she was a yes woman, a people pleaser. She always wanted to help the next person, help, help, help. And she was saying the reason why I think that stemmed from is when I thought about my upbringings and I grew up in a house where I was looked at as a mistake. I was looked at as I was unimportant. I was uh, sexually abused, had a child at 14. And she was saying like, I was living in the state of like fear. You had a child at 14? Girl, y'all don't know this. I ain't know this either. Like, like, wait, wait, yes. wait. Yes. So y'all as a kid now? Sideways, but that's a common thing in every of uh, the owners coming in. But um, that's a uh, coming in. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back. Part three, sorry we had a brief interruption, but uh, yeah, we're back. Uh, so yeah, Jazz, finish your point about Oprah's book, and I'll say what I said, and we can wrap this thing up. And All right, so go. yes, so basically, Oprah was saying the reason why she was said no, not to say that Oprah didn't want to give away those cards because she said she loves, loves, loves to give, so I don't want y'all to take that part away, but when people would seek out to her for advice. 
Like, Oprah, can you help fix my relationship? Oprah, I have a drug addiction. Oprah, Oprah. She would always feel compelled to say yes. And it was just simply because when you think back on her childhood in the book, she shared how she had been uh, sexually molested by someone in her family that was very close with her. And from that sexual molestation, it, um, she it created so a, a child. She had a child at 13 years old. And I'm not going to tell y'all what happened or what's going on with that child right now. But read the book to find out. But that just through those those gruesome upbringings, it, it led her to a place of not feeling like she she belonged and she felt like she had to be a people pleaser. So every time someone would ask her for something, she was like, yes, yes, because I want them to like me. Because if I say no, they're not going to like me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, like, we try to... And I'm not going to say this is the same extreme of when Kobe was... But when Kobe was mentioning how we want to make our parents proud, we want to yeah. do this because we want people to to, to justify that Acceptance. we're amazing or validate us. Yeah. So that's what struck this thought in my mind. So, And then also, it also, going back to all those also's, it made me think when you said we have to heal, we have to heal ourselves and understand ourselves yeah. because if when, once Oprah said, once I understood and healed myself and said like, okay, I don't have to say yes if this is not something and if every inch of my being don't want to do this, if yeah. I, I don't, she said, if it's one, not beneficial. It's not beneficial. She said one man had called her and he was a famous man and he wanted her to donate like this really large amount of money to his charity, his nonprofit. And so she was like, you know what? I'll let me get back to you. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think on that. And so she said, when she thought about it, she was like, okay, is this, do I think my contribution is going to make this huge impact? Hmm. No. Do I think my contribution is going to actually save thousands of millions of lives? No. So then why would I do it? Why would I invest myself or invest into it if I don't think it's going to make true change? And she was like, okay. Then she eventually reached back out to him and was like, she said no. So she was like, ever since I've been, and she said a scripture, but I'm not good. Like BJ here, he's like, oh, I've been no, speaking no, scriptures no, no, out like no, that. No, I can't no. remember the scripture, I'm but it was in Psalms. The scripture that she said. I'm terrible at remembering stuff. No, you're killing it. You're I'm, killing it in the I'm, best I'm, way. I'm, ask my wife. She'll tell you. I won't. I forget everything she tells me. <laughs> I, I forget. I forget my own stuff. I double take when I leave out. What's my phone? What's my phone? You know. So no, no, no. I'm not a good person to remember anything. But keep going. I'm sorry. But yes, that's that's it. So we we have to heal ourselves and understand ourselves. We understand that we're worthy. We are going to have those who are meant to like this. We don't have to please every single person that we encounter so that they can validate us yeah. or validate our worth. So I just thought that yeah. it's a good point I wanted to share with your listeners. Yeah, um, that made me think about what we were talking about earlier with your boyfriend. Is yeah. uh, Approval doesn't, it doesn't change your DNA. So if you had this before everybody agreed and liked it, when they decide to not, when they disagree, it doesn't change your DNA. And that's a hard concept. I feel personally, like I said before, I had to become skillful in because I feel like you'll never master anything. You just get so effective and efficient that it's second nature. But um, that's what I strive to, if anything in my life, is to understand that my DNA does not change if somebody doesn't agree with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And because I know my DNA, I'll still have locks tomorrow 
I mean, I'm not going to be arrogant or a jerk to you, but I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to tell you, yeah. but it's not going to change me. And once I, I remind myself of that, because I'm very like, the barber industry in itself is a whole nother, another monster. And you can get, I got so caught up in what other barbers think. Oh, if I'm not a barber's barber, if I'm not the best barber known on the north side, if I'm not getting the most people, this, that, and the other, then, no, you know, I, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. But when I finally say, you know what, I have this old guy that comes every week, and he loves our conversations. That's more fulfilling than, of course, I got to make some money because I got to take care of stuff. Yes, but when sure. I put stuff in perspective and say, you know what, this is just as important as this has led me to believe, I'm alright. I mean, yo, I still want some money. Don't say I'm not trying to be broke. (laughs) But this is important. I I can sit here and chop it up with him. It's that substance. And then I can navigate. I don't have to give everybody a haircut. And I'm alright with that. Because some people I'm not supposed to be cutting. Because they are giving off, we say energies and vibes, Mm -hmm. but it's spirits and strongholds. And some people give it off. That and that's it makes sense when y'all say y'all mindful who you bring on and who you don't bring on. Some people give off some spirits that I don't want to indulge in, and right. I'm not a spiritual person. But it's just it's for real. Some people give off that stuff, Absolutely. and you bring it home. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bring that stuff to the house. To I don't want it in my car. I don't want it. It's like smoke. When you're a smoker, mm-hmm. it stays on you. you right. can, and you come around other people, and they say, oh yeah, you smoke. You smoke. <laughs> He's like, you know, it's, yeah. the, it stays on you. Do it in the car, stays in the car. It's the same with spirits and yeah. energies and vibes. It, people can sense that stuff. And it's yeah. Yeah. it's an indescribable, you know, attribute, but it's there. And yeah. I don't want to, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, that's a conversation that needs to be In bad. itself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the truth. It, I believe that people give off stuff that... It should never be received. And if you're not mindful, you'll be entertaining and dancing with that thing. And next thing you know, you're indulging on the same things they were telling you about. Mm. You're like, where did this come from? Right. That, yep. And that just goes right back to why we don't have yep. people on. <laughs> yep. Because, you know, it's just like the people... Uh, things... Oh. You can keep going, though. I was just going to say... Things from your childhood, mm-hmm. people say it to you as a child, it sticks with you. Like, some oh, things stick with you. Yeah. I never mm-hmm. want nothing bad for my <laughs> Yeah, we want the that to true. So, like, little things that they forget about, but it stays with you forever. Yeah, Yeah, so if you don't check it, it, uh, it, it has bad long term effects. So I always try to be mindful of that. But, um,. Let's go. We can wrap this segment up because time has been well spent. I do appreciate y'all coming, but uh, how do you incorporate embrace, embracing who you are and what you do in everyday life? I know you're a teacher, so that's I mean that's right on the nail. But at least for y'all, um, I work in corporate wellness, and I know one thing we. Have so you work at like a gym? No, not a gym. But we do go around and do biometric screening. So we take people's blood, give them their numbers, you know, cholesterol, total cholesterol, HDL, LDL, weight. So people have to look at themselves. Uh, it's like, this oh. is, you have to step on a scale. You see your numbers. And so mm-hmm. what it, it is what it is. Your numbers are going to reflect yeah. your lifestyle. Exactly. 
And so I try to spread the message of health and well, you know, just as we do on the podcast, that, okay, you know, take these. Yes, this is what it is, but you can change that. Yeah. You know, this is a result of what you've been doing in the past, but next year, we'll be here next year. Uh, you can, do, you know, you can make that decision right now today to change, and it's just a message of positivity. And once again, it just it's the mental, the mindset. It starts yeah. in the mind, but I don't want to eat this. I don't want to, you know, but you can though. Yeah, that's 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 that's. I mean, that's helpful, and it's very truthful. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to eat cleaner. Because yes. eating tacos isn't a good, healthy <laughs> lifestyle. You can eat healthy tacos. Yeah, it started. Yeah, it started with pressure. believing. Yeah, yeah it's I don't want to be there. I don't want to be 50 mm-hmm. and have high cholesterol. Or so it's all a message that I try to drive. Yes. Is yeah. that we want you to be here a long time. I want you, you know, I know your family wants you to yeah. be you know, a long time. And they want you to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And don't wait until, you know. You got to get your leg chopped Exactly. Off. Until mm-hmm. something is forcing you to change. Mm-hmm. Be proactive rather than reactive. Mm-hmm. Right. So the same messages that we spread and things that we talk about. And it's, it's situational. Different people go through different things. Yeah. So as I meet different people, I'm trying to figure out. And just a glimpse of time, I'm with them for 30 minutes. So, you know, I'm just trying to figure out, okay, what, how can I inspire yeah. them to not give up, to say, okay, you know what, I can do this. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And I, I just remember, you say you went to Howard. Y'all didn't say what school y'all went to. Yes, and, I went um, to uh, UT San Antonio for yeah. three years, and I finished up in Houston, U of H. Go okay. Coots. Yes. I went to the Wiley College, the home of the great debaters. <laughs> where's that? That's the... Uh, where's that? The illustrious Is that, that HBCU? That is HBCU. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's that old college. The old college. <laughs> To junior college, Tyler Junior College. Okay. We are forty five minutes right. away from each other. Right. Wiley College. Okay, yes. okay. Now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's all I was trying to think. I was like, it's somewhere in Texas. Okay, cool. Like it's right forty minutes. I mean, forty minutes outside of Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right there by Longview. Nobody go there. The lies. Great basketball team had a whole championship. Yes, <laughs> won our state. I'm not attacking. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> when you're HBCU, you hear like Howard. You hear like Clark. Because it's a small private HBCU. A lot of people don't know. Oh, they need to. Yeah. Oh. Step it up. Oh, you know, it's it's private. Private. Like Because you thought it was just the HBCU they built yeah. in the 1700s. And it was the 1800s. You're right. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's like the grandfather of all HBCUs. Yeah. Like the second HBCU. Wiley College. I didn't know that. Out of my business. Had the first doctors and dentists. That's historical. Is that what they tell y'all? No, it's facts. No, I'm just saying, you know, college just be telling us. No, 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 no. I'm totally. Our debate team just beat Harvard last year. I just want to let you know that. I'm just saying, you don't hear about Wiley College. I don't know why, but we be on the map. We're a small school. Our population is probably like 3,000 people. It's a really small school. Why is that funny to you? But we out here being school. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, that's just confirming why I've never heard of Wiley College on a big scale. But yeah. I get what you're saying. That's nice. It is. It is. And I mean, I probably check them out. They have like a graduate program or anything. Because I'm thinking HBCU once I get my degree, mm-hmm. like, try to 
get the cultural side of life. Right. I've heard it's different than PWI. Is that the term? Yeah, PWI. Yes. So yes. I want to kind of get both to see where the inconsistencies are. But um, <laughs> incorporating purpose in your everyday life. Um, like I said earlier, it was uh, just with the students is like they spend more time at, with, at the school than they do at home so yeah. just being a students really take what their teachers say for some reason i have one of my students she comes to me and she was like miss charles when you call me beautiful i just thought that was like no one's ever told me that in my house or any or up until my whole my whole life that that's an adult and i was like what i was like you heard because i was like i think she was talking and this little boy kept messing with her i was like I was like, can you leave beautiful girls alone and stop interrupting my class? And then I didn't think it was anything in major or anything like that. But then she came up to her, she was like, you really think I'm beautiful? That just made my day. I was like, wow. And so you just never know. Just speaking positivity on a small scale and a large scale. And just not always being so content driven. Yes, I know they need to learn biology while they're here. But still being human and, and to know like. I want to see, I, I care about y'all learning this biology, but I, I care more so about y'all's mental, y'all, y'all emotional well-being, yeah. and um, just emotional trying to pour state. into them as much as I can for the time I'm with them. Yeah, that's what's up. Emotional state is important. Everybody's battling with something, so to lend a helping hand and say, hey man, I'm here to listen, or you can vent to me and you know I can mm-hmm. at least try to understand it goes a long way than trying to just say, oh, here's some money or here's some accessible thing to mm-hmm. drown out the, the pain. But uh, purpose, everyday life. Yes. So I know I can't be busy. <laughs> I love that job. I'm not going to lie. Yes. And though I do social media, I do way more than that. What, what is it called again so everybody can get Be on? busy. It's B-E-E space busy. B-U-S-Y. And where are they located? They're all located at 9896 Bissonette Street. If you want to get free HIV testing Monday through Friday, Southside. you can do it, yes. Right where we need to be. Yes. So, um, but yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in the suburbs, so okay. we're located in the hood. <laughs> like, we are. You said Bissonette. Yeah, Bissonette. Right on Bissonette with Bear. And, um, but those kids... Um, there, you know, we have a summer camp, a free summer camp during uh-huh. the summer, and a lot of those kids still come up to our job after school. And so now, I'm um, with my boss being so great, they're allowing me to spearhead an after-school program uh-huh. for them. And so it's things like that that I get to do every day is, is able to make um, major changes in the community yeah. through community events, through this after-school program, through just them coming up to talk to me after school and doing stuff outside of school trying to be a mentor to these kids and um and it's not just the kids it's also the adults that come up that you might they might seem like they're far gone but they still have a safe space to come and talk or get food you know be busy is way more than just hiv testing it's like a home away from like all the traumatic stuff that's going on in the area so it's just like i'm so happy that I can do purpose every day in different ways. Yeah, so. and it sounds like, and it sounds like it echoes what you've already have instilled in you, which is to be impactful in the community and not right. just you know in your small social circle, but on a bigger level to on a bigger level to anybody who's looking. So 
that's pretty interesting. If I get a chance, I, of course, I'm going to swing by. I, I might come out of school. I don't know yet, but tell me about the taco place and the, the <laughs> blood testing thing. That seems interesting. I think I, I'm ready to know how, how unhealthy I am. <laughs> I'm not ready to know, but I don't want to know. Try to change it before you get yeah, there. Like yeah, that's how I be. That's how I be. Yeah, that's cool. I be like not being on the scale until I'm like, I know I'm good. I'm like, yeah, good. and then go test it. Be like, no, that's a lot. I'm working out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, three things that you do every day that helps you jumpstart a good a good day, and we can end it on that because time has been well spent. <laughs> and yeah, I know you guys are sorry. So yeah. My talk that I live by is live, laugh, love. Okay. Like I go through every, you know, situation and I try to live my life the utmost, outmost, you know, the best way possible. I love when people love myself and then, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna move around. And then I do wanna add prayer. I know that's more degree, but prayer ties it all. That's what's up, okay. For me every morning I just well, actually, I just recently started this. I wrote out this prayer, this long prayer in my journal. It's like six pages long, and I wake up an extra, like, ten minutes so I can make sure I read it every day now, and I just feel it. I feel like it's just seeing my own handwriting and reading it. It does something to it me. It helps you. Yes. Um, I sleep. Now, I know naps is important. I nap on my lunch break. <laughs> I got to take me a nap. <laughs> I'm oh. scared because I'm not no napper. I'm a sleeper. Be gone. That's how I am. But I realized like I can, I can get grouchy because I was going. You know, I wake up really early, like yeah. yes. sometimes four, four forty-five, and like when it, if I'm just going the whole entire day, I will just, I just go dream. Like I'm never getting enough sleep, so I just started incorporating a little twenty-minute nap. With, and while I'm napping, I play with affirmations and positive tones yeah. and stuff. So that nap, affirmations, and pray. Yeah. I pray the whole way I go to work. I don't listen to music. I just that, pray see, the entire that's way. That's tight. I, I tried that before. I actually like it because it gets real. It gets real in some prayers, and I get to work. And like, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. So it I feel is, that. I feel it that. Is. Like no music. Whatever you put in your mind, you're the distracting first your thoughts. Thirty minutes of the day is super, like super powerful. Like that's when your body's most impacted, and your subconscious when mind is at its most powerful, powerful peak early in the morning when you first wake up, and right before you go to sleep when you like very, very tired. Right before you go to sleep at night, so that's when your subconscious mind is at its all-time peak. That's why so, they say praying. Pray at night. night. It's a, it's a I never knew that. Behind that's, the bi- that's the biological thing. That's, that's, that's what I tend to do. Okay. And lastly, you too. Of course, prayer. I like my day. If I miss a prayer in the morning, like I have to say, like just guide this day. <laughs> that's all yeah. I have to say. It's really all I have to say, and it goes very yeah. smooth. Um, I, in myself, I try to be like super positive with like my coworkers. So it's always a, hey, how you doing? And like, not just like, hey, how you doing? And then move on. It's like, no, hey, how are you actually doing? Yeah. Tell me about, you know, stuff like that. So I try to give out a lot of positive energy. And if I'm not giving out a lot of positive energy, my coworkers could clearly see it, y'all could see it. And then I also take steps every day to like reflect on my energy. 
and like what I'm giving out and or how why I'm feeling some type of way. And then I guess the last thing is just saying I love you to my the people I love, like my mom. Every day I probably tell her I love her like twenty times a day. <laughs> and it's just like yeah. I can't I just can't not tell the people I love, like my brother, my nephew, you know, if they're around, like they're here and I love you. It. The house a lot of weight, you know. I understand, so you understand. So that's pretty cool. Um, three things I do every morning, or try to do every morning, setting a day is uh, um, pray. I pray every morning. I gotta have the right cup of coffee, like no cream sugar ratio. <laughs> so it's off. It just it yeah. it affects me. I'm like. Ah. So, yeah, I I try to, like, have that balance together because then I'm like, I can drive, you know, I can go crazy. I can handle the day. I can conquer my day if my coffee is right. And uh, lastly, I always try to leave a note for my wife. Um, We've been been partners, so forever, and I understand her. And so I always write her a note. Because I'm always up and at it, and she's always sleeping in. So I try to give her a note, put it somewhere, and let her see it. Because I know that makes her day. So if I can get those three things skillfully done every day before I do anything, to me it's a good day. If not, you know, it's still a good day. But I try to do that because it keeps me in a good mood. So that's awesome. That's, that's nice to hear what you guys got. Um, Y'all can give out your shout outs. Time has been well spent. I got to get to church. I'm like an hour late. Oh my god. It's cool though. My pastor and everybody know I've been telling them all day I got to do a podcast with this group. Y'all just going to have to wait. <laughs> the Lord knows. So I just and definitely have to wait. God was in the midst. So yeah, uh, give y'all shout outs. Um, I'm for sure going to have to bring y'all back on. For real. We love to. And bring some more people. I, I want to do a panel thing. Yeah. I might do a live show. I'm not a live show type of person. I like to say behind the scenes. But if the door opens, I'm not going to turn it down. Because I'm, <laughs> yeah, trying, I'm trying new things. But uh, yeah, give y'all shout outs and yeah, we wrap it up. Let them know where to find us. Yes. Well, Soul Feeling is found basically everywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play. And we're on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is type in Soul Feeling. That's spelled S-O-U-L space f-i-l-l-i-n-g podcast uh-huh. um and we're also on instagram facebook and twitter soul feeling podcast and if you do listen to us you know we love to hear y'all's feedback um so we will dm you back like we will always engage with you guys so yeah. yeah check us out yes and if you're in the houston area december 14th we have a live show at black market houston so please come out once again you can find the details at soul feeling at soul feeling mm-hmm. where is it's just gonna be on our instagram so yeah. we at the buffalo yes. museum or yes. something? Soldiers museum. yeah i'm gonna try to go to that because uh i'm trying to incorporate you know purposeful living with other people so yes I'm trying to get out there but i for sure i want to see you guys Yeah, this is going to be great.
try to interject and give little Please. Yes, please do, because we going to be talking about some bad yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to be talking yeah. about relationships. Damn. So be yeah. ready. Yeah, that's important. Relationships is an important topic. Um, I know you're in a relationship. Yes. Are y'all in relationships? She is. Yeah, I'm single as a Pringle, so if you know something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some well, worthy men. Tiffany is single, guys, so let, let you know. She's okay. amazing, so you yeah. better come with it. Okay, okay, well, that's good. Um, <laughs> thank y'all. This was very fun and enjoyable. This was so much fun. Thank you for having Yeah, I'm for sure going to bring y'all back because uh, y'all, y'all talk about some good stuff that I can go home and write down and try to apply. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's good. And it's always good to come across, you know, well, good people, but then good females, black females that are leading the way. I have daughters, so I need all the help I can get. <laughs> I'm saying my, my wife does, she is doing an amazing job and we have a village, but, you know, I can say, hey, I know other black females that are out here. I know other women that mm-hmm. are leading the charge and it's it's doable you can do it so Definitely. so yeah, yeah it takes a community so yeah Definitely. follow me on uh the website is up allnatsmatter.com please rate subscribe on uh podcast uh we're on instagram now all nats m podcast i think that's the name i'll have it in the description i'll put everybody's uh, description in so um yeah guys thank you all right thank bye you. Thank you.